You're now listening to Sound Talent Media. Check out more shows at SoundTalentMedia.com. Hey, what's up, everyone? I'm Matt Migaki, the vocalist of Cryptopsy and the host of the Vox and Hops Metal Podcast, where I sit down with fellow metal musicians. We talk all about their lives and music while sharing killer craft beers. If you've ever wanted to sneak backstage and share a beer with one of your favorite musicians, well, Vox and Hops is the podcast for you. This week on the podcast, I dropped an amazing episode with Dom Grimao of The Last Felony, Ion Dissonance, and Cryptopsy. There is this episode and over 450 other ones to help you enjoy life, metal, and craft beer. So what are you waiting for? It's time to become a Vox and Hops head. Cheers! The Daily Music Business Podcast. Welcome back, everybody, to the Daily Music Business Podcast. It's your host, Katie Zaccardi, and on today's episode, we are talking about how to identify who your ideal client or fan avatar is. So this episode is taken from an Instagram Live I did. If you ever want to listen to it back, because I do go over some questions you should be asking yourself. So if you ever want to listen to it back, you can always re-listen to this podcast episode or head over to Instagram at Katie Zaccardi and save the IGTV so that you can access it quickly and rewatch it whenever you need to. So I'm going to keep this intro short and sweet, and let's go ahead and dive into the episode. Hey, everybody. Today, we're going to talk about how to figure out who your ideal client and fan is. So if you are wondering who that person is, this is for you. And we're also going to go over why this is important. First thing that you need to know is this is important because if you are talking to everyone, you're talking to no one. Whether you are a musician who sings pop rock music and you just want to be you know, the person who everyone likes, or you're a coach who teaches musicians about wellness and you don't want to really niche down more than that, or maybe even less niche, you just want to teach musicians how to grow their career. And it's kind of not clear, like, who are you teaching? Who specifically are you helping? You know, what have these people gone through? It's really, really important that you know this information. So not only does it allow you to better target those people, because you can really get to know them better, but it also allows your ideal audience to know like, this is the person for me. This is the band for me, the artist for me, the person I wanna follow or the coach for me. And so the teacher for me, right? So we wanna make sure that we are doing everything that we can to get as specific as possible as to who our ideal client or fan is. Now I wanna give a disclaimer because I've had clients in the past be like, I can't figure it out or I'm overthinking it because there is still that sort of gut instinct that comes in where you wanna be like, but this person could also be my ideal fan or client, and so could this person. And you will inevitably and always get people who are outside of that mold who are fans of you, and that's great. We are going to accept them, we're gonna love them, we're gonna welcome them in. That doesn't take away from the fact though that you want to still hone in on a specific person or community so that in your messaging, you can target the the clearer majority of exactly who that person is. So again, this is why it's really important, whether you're an artist, coach, both, you wanna make sure you have a clear idea of who it is that you are trying to attract into your platform. And think of it this way, what do you want your community to look like? If you're on the big stages and you're thinking about, oh, I just love my fans because the group of fans are so great and they're this, that, and that. Well, what is it about them that you love so much? And same with your clients. If I were to say, you have to sign a client and you're gonna work with this client for 12, I was gonna say 12 years, (laughs) 12 months, you're gonna wanna think about, well, if I'm gonna work with the client for a year, 
what do I want this person to be like? What are, what do I want to work with them on? What do I want to help them achieve? Uh, so that's the perspective that you can start to kind of sit with as we go through this exercise. So again, if you want to niche down, if I haven't made that clear already, it's really, really important. Um, and the other thing too, is that when it comes to your offer and your offer suite, when you go through the process of creating and preparing to launch your offer, you're going to go through the market research phase. Now the market research phase is great because it allows you to validate your offer and get clear that your audience actually wants and needs it. But it's also great because it allows you to hear your audience's wants, needs, desires, problems, pain points, etc in their own words. And you can use that specifically in your content. And so again, we have this nice synchronicity where you're clear on who your ideal fan is, you're clear on what they want because they literally told you, you're preparing to, to deliver it to them. And in your content, in your pre-launch and during your launch, you're able to literally use their own words to help them see the problem, work through the problem, you know, educate them, create inspiration, whatever it might be. All right, so let's talk about this. If you are getting ready to launch an offer, there's one thing that you need to know as well. You are going to have your general ideal client or fan base or avatar is what a lot of people will call it. And for each specific offer, you're going to have an ideal client or fan avatar for that offer. So this is especially relevant if you are a coach or a teacher and you're launching um, like a program because for fans, it's going to more so vary in terms of like, are they a super fan? Uh, and also do they have the money to spend on it? Right? So let's look at the artist perspective first. So if you're an artist and you have multiple different offers, the first is like, you know, totally free download. The second is maybe like stream on Spotify and they're paying for Spotify premium or whatever. Um, and then maybe you have some merch for 50 bucks, a hundred bucks, whatever. Um, maybe you have a Patreon that they can opt in for $25 a month and that's recurring. Maybe you have a live gig and they can get a $30 ticket or $100 or $150 VIP ticket. So you can see how we're scaling up, introducing different offers, and we're also scaling up the amount and the access to you that they get in each offer. So for a fan like that, what's most going to differentiate them is not necessarily um, like demographics, but more so where uh, what where they're at in their journey of being your fan. So like new fan to super fan, like your super fans are going to be the ones that buy your VIP tickets, right? Whereas a new fan might be the ones who just listen to you on Spotify and then they're making their way up that customer journey and up your offer suite. I'm going to do a separate post on customer journey uh, this week. So stay tuned if you have questions on that. But that's something important to know. So when you're creating your offers, you do want to keep in mind and just have like appropriate expectations around who this offer is for. If it's, you know, if it's a $100, $300, $500 ticket to your show or private concert or merch package or one-on-one -on -one special call with you, those are going to be for probably a limited amount of people who are super fans. So when you're promoting that, when you're talking about that, when you're preparing to sell that, you want to know like who those super fans are, what the super fans are thinking and know that you're talking specifically to them, not just like, your general people who love your pop punk music and your edgy style and whatever it is, right? So that's for the artist side. Now for the teacher or coach side, it's similar. You're going to have your product suite. So you might have your lower level options. You might scale it up. And of course, everyone starts 
uh, at a different place and has slightly different offers. Often I recommend starting with a higher level one-on-one -on -one program, then scaling to maybe group and then introducing lower level offers either. Pro tip, the reason I recommend this is because you'd think it would be easier to sell lower level offers because they're a lower price. It's not. And then you have to sell way more units of that in order to actually like make the same amount of money you would make for a higher ticket offer. So if you have a small audience or you're just getting started, the higher ticket stuff is where it's at. <laughs> so as you're building out your product suite there, you're going to have different products, right? You're going to have different offers. And most likely it's not just going to be, and it shouldn't be just variations of the same offer. It's not going to just be like, well, you can buy this course for a hundred dollars or you could pay me $500 or you could get this version of it for $1,200 and that's my whole product suite. No, you're going to introduce offers that hit different points of your customer's journey. So I'll use my audience as an example. So I, um, my ideal client in general are women in music, musicians, what I like to call multifaceted music entrepreneurs. So musicians, music teachers, and music coaches. Some people will be focusing on specifically one of those things, but most likely, and most of my audience, they are doing one or more of those things uh, and they're really focusing on building up their business so they can go full time and have multiple streams of income. So that is my ideal audience or ideal client in general, right? Now for each specific offer, it's gonna be different. So if the Wealthy Musician Bundle, which is like $50 mini course and tracker, the ideal client for that is gonna be someone who's just getting started, and who really wants to get their finances together and is struggling with money and has money mindset issues and can't get past that, right? So that's gonna be the ideal client for that. It's more specific, it's more tailored to that offer. Someone who is maybe looking at out to launch, the group program that I have that is higher ticket than that, it's group program, higher touch, and it's for people who are setting out to launch a program. So the ideal client for that is gonna be a music teacher, a coach, an artist who's uh, exploring their streams of income and wants to introduce one of those um, offers. By the way, take the quiz link in my bio to see which offer you should launch. <laughs> but if you're looking to launch specifically and maybe you're just getting started or you've had a couple failed launches before and you know you want that support, that's the ideal client for that. So you can see how we're able to hone in more specifically from your general ideal client or audience into a specific one for each offer. All right, now, how do we determine it in the first place? How do we go about it and getting clear in the first place? I'm looking aside here because I'm gonna read off some questions that you can ask to start to get clear. Now, most likely you know because you know who's in your audience now or you know who you want to be in your audience. Like I said at the beginning of this, start to ask yourself, you know, if I'm thinking about a client I'm gonna work with for a year or I'm thinking about, um, you know, the fan that I wanna meet at the meet and greet or see at the show, who is that person? What are they like? And, and as a whole, who are the people that you really, really want to talk to and call in? So you can start to ask yourself, what type of people do you love being around? Um, what do they like to do? What do they talk about? How do they learn? How do they contribute to society? What's their personality like? Um, what people or types of clients do you find difficult to engage with or coach or work with? And even like what kind of environment do you want to create in your life? So I want you guys to imagine yourselves either at a meet and greet talking to someone after a show or before a show. And I want you to genuinely ask yourself, 
what would make this miserable? Right? What what would make this bad? If somebody was like talking on and on and on and on about some specific thing that you're like, oh my God, this is so not my ideal fan. And what would make it so joyful and exciting? What kind of person are you talking to? What are you talking about? What kind of vibe are they at? If you imagine them and their outside life, outside of this meet and greet, what are they doing? What are they like? Start to think about those things. And if you're a coach or a teacher, think about you being on a call with your prospective client what are you talking about what are they like what are they saying you know how do they de-stress or like are they complaining all the time what are they not like we want to go through these things to get a little bit more clear um on really just like what you like right then when you're thinking a little bit more specifically we can start to get into questions about like you know are you serving um or targeting men um women in general, like, are you LGBTQ? And maybe you're targeting that community, especially because you are part of it. Like, what um, what kind of like demographics are you maybe hitting on just based on who you are and who you want to attract? Uh, this could include, include age range, um, location even, especially if you're a musician located in a specific place or you're teaching in person in a specific place. Um, you can consider location in this as well. Obviously, we're teaching about like online thriving and online coaching, so it still gets to be broad, but of course it can be considered. Um, even thinking about like, are they married? Are they single? You know, what is their family like? What do they maybe do for a living? What are their hobbies? Um, what books do they read? Like what other media do they consume? So like for me, I'm gonna, I told you guys, right? My ideal client, women in music, musicians, music teachers, multifaceted music entrepreneurs, right? Coaches and Ideally, in ideal world, they also love astrology and, uh, you know, tarot cards and they love like dogs. And so we're pulling in all these things that are also my personal connection points that I use to connect with those people. So my ideal client is going to want to connect with me on those things. So think about these things. What kind of music they listen to is a great question, of course, since, you know, we're in the music industry after all. Um, and if you're a coach as well, thinking about like what's holding them back, where do they need support, what do they want to think or feel, and um, start to go into that. So I just riffed off a ton of questions. This is going to be saved to IGTV so you can go back and rewatch it and listen to all of the questions and start to journal through and think about it. I'd love to hear your feedback once you do. Thank you all for joining me. Again, I want to hear your takeaways from this live. I want to hear who your ideal client is and the clarity that you've got. And as always, if you have any questions, go ahead and drop them right here in the comments on Instagram and I'd be happy to answer them. All right, everybody, have a great rest of your Sunday and I'll talk to you soon. Bye, everyone. Subscribe today to the Daily Music Business Podcast on your favorite podcast platform. Yes, rock everyone. I'm Hal Schwartz. And I'm Flynn McClain. Together we host None But the Brave, a podcast dedicated to the music and career of Bruce Springsteen. Bruce and E Street Band are on tour right now for the first time in six years, and we're taking a detailed look at what's happening on stage in our bi-weekly episodes. We've also been recently joined by some very exciting guests, including rock journalist Warren Zanes and Stephen Hyden, Backstreet's Magazine founder Charles Cross, and Barstool's Kirk Menahan. If you're a diehard Springsteen fan, this is the show for you. So please subscribe to Nimba the Brave on your favorite podcasting platform, and we hope to see you further on up the road. Thank you so much. We'll be seeing you.